Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Single Moms Conversations with Kina. Hey ladies, how you doing? How you feeling? Day one listeners, big up yourself. And to all of the new ladies that are here, thank you so, so much for being here. You could be any place else in the world. And yes, ladies, this podcast is for us and by us. I am a proud single mother and so are you. Okay, we are proud of our babies. How you doing? How you doing? Happy Saturday. Happy, happy Saturday. Yes, ladies. Um, I had to switch some things up. You know, they say know thyself and I did not want to miss doing the podcast today. And I just said, Kina, like, don't play yourself, right? You know, you got errands to run. You know, you have things to do. And you can lie to yourself if you want to and say, when you come back, you're going to do a podcast. But you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> so I got to stop playing myself. You know, I got to know me and just do what I do. So I said, let me come in here, touch base with the mommies. And then hit these streets, fight through these crowds, you know, and do what I got to do. <laughs> know thyself. That's what the good book said. Know thyself. Okay. That's the only way we're going to be able to be productive is to just know ourselves. Know what's going to work for you. You know, no one else. You know, that's why I always say, ladies, you have your own drum. You can't do what other people do. You got to do it your way and how it works for you. That's why I don't come on here telling you what to do. Because you got a lot of people out there. Especially now because we're in this world of I got to get my point across. <laughs> That's what it's called. Whenever I turn on a social media, it's always somebody on there who got to get their point across. And the truth is they speaking from their own experiences, their own perceptions and their own things. But they got to get their point across, right? And they tell you things based on their fears. Yeah, yeah. And they want the world to listen. And I got them, I understand. But as I tell you, be careful. Be careful as to what you're listening to. Um, because people are going to tell you things based from their own fears and their own experience and their own trauma. Or whatever it is You know That's why I don't tell you what to do I just tell you my story And I tell you to make your own judgments Based on you and what you do And any advice that you're given Take it with a grain of salt I don't care who it is I don't care who's telling it to you Even if it's me Take it, take it with a grain of salt Take a little bit of it And only apply what works for you That's it Because I know a lot of people who will give the best advice in the world but they don't follow it themselves yeah yeah y'all know people like that come on now you know they will tell you how to raise your children right knowing they didn't do a good job with theirs okay i don't know maybe they just uh i don't know trying to tell you how to do the things that they didn't do i don't know i don't know they will give you relationship advice knowing that they have <laughs> a really checkered uh, past when it comes to relationships and they'll tell you what to do how to do it but these are things that they didn't do and 
what I never liked is that they won't even say, you know what, don't make the same mistakes I did. You know, that's real. That's real. That's why auntie don't I don't I don't tell you what to do. I would never tell you how to do it, what to do. I could tell you my experiences, I could tell you what I've learned. Therefore you know exactly where I'm coming from. You know, I will never get on here and be like, oh I'm the guru of being a single mom. <laughs> no way. <laughs> or or the guru of anything. You know, my goal is just to show you I understand, yo, I've been there, man, and these are some of the things that I learned on my way and boy was it a journey it was a journey it really really was um and still is you know i still have a 15 year old things haven't changed much um in terms of how systems are since my oldest uh, was in high school and now that she's in high school but we're in different school districts we got different experiences right there's different things that go on but me being a guru of anything is no and even if i tell you anything i want you to sift through it and see what applies to you if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work and i think this type of wisdom is worth more than silver and gold you know because people are always trying to program you have you follow along with what everybody does and the truth is what works for you can only work for you and that's just life right now y'all know i've been working with children oh my gosh for so many years working with mothers for so many years working with teen moms for so many years working with young mothers first time mothers for so many years right because mothers come at all ages and stages right they they really really do um there's no one size fit all to ch early child development to any development because everyone is going to do it you know everybody's going to do it differently so i learned in my years you know of working with people you never know what people are going to do you never know how they're going to excel so I have to tell you that whenever it comes to any information that you're getting out there, take it with a grain of salt. Don't ever take things as <laughs> this is how it is. You know, of course, there's going to be truths to things, right? But know what truths apply to you. Know what works for you and what doesn't work for you, right? And you're like, Auntie all right <laughs> i know some of y'all like okay 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 you don't gotta keep telling me <laughs> oh gosh this is funny but um me being a person who have been watching people for a long time you just don't know you just don't know what i learned to do was i try to look for people who have done things in spite of who have excelled even though they were not supposed to excel according to what people say and i always draw my inspiration from situations like that um me personally i will never tell you what to do because i've seen miracles i have seen miracles um in my own personal life um with the children that i've worked with my own children i've seen miracles happen so don't let people write the program for you 
know that you have the power to change any program out there. And I'll give you a quick example. So I don't tell this story too often because when I tell it, I visualize every moment of it, right? (laughs) Every second, every moment of it. And my memory is so well that I can actually feel the past. My emotions go into it so deeply that I can feel it, but I'm going to try to say it so that I'm not traumatizing myself again. (laughs) So we were in a really bad car accident and the the children got hurt. Um, I, I believe I was hurt. I don't know, but I didn't have time to worry about me. I could only worry about the girls and my big daughter. She had a broken, um, leg as well as a cut in the back of her head Um, she still has a knee problem from that car accident and the second daughter she had a traumatic brain injury at three years old she didn't fly out of the car however she did um, we hydroplated and we went into trees and she had a traumatic brain injury her brain was shooken right long story short she had no visual scars so I thought I don't know I thought she was sleeping in the car I, I wasn't driving the kid's father was driving so I thought she was asleep in the car and she just stayed asleep but then I realized she wouldn't wake up and then it was like wake up we're trying to wake up we're trying to wake her up and when the ambulance came and they saw her they ran right to her and they started working on her right away doing CPR. I didn't know what was going on because I'm still dazed and everything is going on and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they gave us 24 hours. They said she wouldn't live. And I remember saying, God, no, you gave me this baby. God, no, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot take this baby. And I'm commanding the spirits, honey. Let me tell you something. You talking about praying? I'm praying my sister comes my sister is a prayer warrior her and her husband comes and they are wrecking shop throwing holy oil everywhere see when people say they don't believe all right go ahead holler then you ain't been through enough (laughs) okay I mean do what you do and when I tell you we were praying like you would not believe we're praying death away we're praying death away they was like call your family up because she's not gonna make it she's not gonna make it so I'm like are you serious you, you can't be you can't be so long story short they intubated her they had to move her to another hospital you know where they could care for her because this happened like um near hackerstown in new jersey on route 80 we get to the other hospital um and again my brother-in-law is praying so hard there was a time where i seen him let go the wheel and he i'm like oh my god he gonna get us into another accident like what's going on so we're praying we're praying we're praying and we she make it through the night they say okay she made it through the night but we don't know the next 72 hours is really tricky my family's all coming up they not prayer warriors just me my sister her husband my mother but they there for support so i got the auntie team my co-workers came up it was crazy the support was amazing i'm not gonna lie to you her godmother came um when i saw her godmother come i was like oh my god this is bad like you know god mommy come out you know she's the other mother she come in the wreck shop you know so <laughs> she's praying we getting this thing going okay she makes it she made it past the 72 hours but she's still in a coma y'all she's still in a coma and um 
I remember I felt that God sent me two Marys. And what I mean by that is I had one Mary come in and she was a CNA. And her name was Mary. And she looked down and said, we was in the, the, the ICU with her. She said, she's breathing over the machine. She's breathing over the machine. She said, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but she's breathing over that machine. I said, what? They said, she's breathing. Mary said, she's breathing on her own. Okay, fine, fine. Mary went and alerted whoever she had to alert. Be standing our ground. Is she breathing over the machine? They said, yeah, but sometimes they do that. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean, you know, because they're like, yeah, basically her brain ain't, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they don't want the parents to get excited that this is progress when it's really not. So they basically was doing what they do or what have you. Okay, fine. Um, I go down to do something in the city. The father is there with them. And he said, he calls me and said, Kina, they're taking off the breathing machine. I said, okay, they take off the breathing machine, okay. So in my mind, I rushed back. I'm thinking they're going to take off the breathing machine. She's breathing on her own. She's going to be fine. No, she wasn't fine. She still had a traumatic brain injury, but I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand that that brain is so powerful, it moves every part of your body. I didn't know that, y'all. I didn't know. So long story short, um. <clears throat> and I'm really trying not to traumatize myself with this story so I'm going to keep it light on this side and I remember dreaming having this dream that I stood over her and I clapped and I said wake up Sasha and she woke up right that day she woke up I dreamt it that night that day she woke up right I know some of y'all like wow <laughs> yeah it was really amazing how it happened we had so many miracles happen while we were in this hospital beautiful hospital where they treated us very very well so she's out but she's still on the feeding tube because she she can't swallow the brain is so damaged she can't swallow she couldn't talk she's on the she's on the tube and then she started like doing all this rocking and moving Mary comes again. She says she has a headache. Tell them to give her Tylenol. I said, huh? She said she has a headache. Tell them to give her Tylenol. I'm like, Mary, you over here too? <laughs> she said, yeah, yeah, I'm here. And uh, we told her, can you give us some Tylenol? Let's see. And they were like, who told you that? I was like, I just got a feeling she got a headache. We gave her the Tylenol. She calmed down, right? Now, mind you, I want to get Mary in trouble, but Mary done seen some things, and Mary don't might not have the education that everybody else has. She's CNA, but Mary knew some stuff. You, you feel me? So long story short, they was like, okay, we do see some progress, blah, 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 but we can't release her until she can swallow on her own. Like, we can't let you take her home. In this condition Because mind you She couldn't walk She couldn't swallow She couldn't talk They was like Yeah In cases like this We see A child uh, Who will probably be Like in In other words They were saying She would have severe disabilities Because of it They was like Just apply for disability For her And blah 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 Matter of fact They had applied um, For me for disability I just had to sign And they had Sent all the records over And they gave me disability in, in like three weeks Because they said She wouldn't move She's not gonna move She's not gonna do this She's not gonna do that And blah 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 Okay long story short 
another Mary comes. She's a speech pathologist. Mary comes in and Mary teaches her how to swallow again. This is how bad the injury was. She had to learn how to swallow. She had to learn everything. And they said, yeah, she could swallow. <laughs> right? Uh, but we would like to see her do more and more and more and blah, 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 you know. And it's true because you don't want to send a child home with a parent if they can't, you know, if the child can't be taken care of. And I'm so sorry. They had her in a chemically induced coma. So they had taken her out of the chemically induced coma and yeah <laughs> okay so i'll continue from here because i didn't want to leave that out like she didn't do all of this while she was still in a comatose state they were inducing the coma so they had to take her out of the coma you know okay so i was in the care of the parent especially in a case like this where um I had to, she had to learn how to use the bathroom again. She had to learn how to do so many things again. So they said, you know what? We going on a month in the hospital, y'all. So they was like, you know what? Um, we have a facility that we can send her to and they will do different therapies with her and there's other children there and they was explaining all of these things, right? So I was like, oh, okay, all right. Look, can I go look at it first? Let me see what I can see. Right, I go to the facility, and God bless those children who were at the facility. It was a very, very nice place, but the only thing I saw around us was sickness, and the only thing that I saw around us was despair. I did. I saw it right there. the The place um, was supposed to be brightly colored, but the only thing I could see is gray, and just sadness and depression, and. Like I said, God bless those children who were there. But I said to them, I don't think she will thrive in this environment. I'm taking her home. I'm going to take her home. And they said, well, will you be able to financially, listen, financially care for her at home? And I said, I don't know, but I'm taking her home. So long story short, we set up therapy. It was a fight, though. It was a fight, okay? We set up therapy for her outside of the home. Um, and I brought her home in her environment, in her room where she could uh, be, where she would be. And I made it a point to devote 150% of my life to my child. I brought a big red wagon because she was a big three-year-old, y'all. <laughs> they said if she wasn't a big three-year-old, things probably would have been different. But because she had size and body on her, it, they said that that could be why she wasn't as hurt as she could have been in the accident itself. So I ended up getting this wagon a red wagon I, I never look at wagons the same since then and she was big I couldn't find a stroller for her I didn't even know about getting a handicapped chair or anything like that and I would put her in this wagon and I would walk with her around the community I would have to lift her carry her and put her in the wagon because she can walk and I would just put her around the community I would uh, drag her around the community excuse me and we would go on these walks and I would feed her and I would take care of her I would take her to therapy and then one day my niece came over and she wanted to run with her <laughs> and 
she fell and she started to cry and I knew from that day on she's gonna walk because she wants to run with my niece right so long story short we got the therapy we got everything and they still were saying like well you know her brain won't be the same it, it this won't happen blah 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 this and that and the other and I was like oh okay you know but I'm not unfamiliar with the IEPs and therapy and all that stuff so we're gonna get her what she need don't worry I got it you know don't worry I got it right <laughs> no I don't want nobody to come into the home I'll take care of my baby I'm fine so long story short she started walking talking it took time it took about I would say about six months to bring her back but when she came back she came back with a force of life that you would not believe it was almost as if she knew she got a second chance child oh gosh if you had seen how she became and funny like she didn't really have a funny personality before the accident after the accident this child came back hilarious cracking jokes slamming doors telling me I'm not the boss of her and all of this stuff and i was like girl <laughs> you know you you you're not supposed to be doing this according to what they say so this is why i tell you i've seen miracles i've seen miracles you can't say what people are gonna do and what they're not gonna do so that's why i had the girls in dance very early because i had another mary come and she was her dance instructor and I explained to her the accident that she was in and how I have to keep her muscles moving I got to keep her moving and what Mary would do was I would see her through the dance school window right <laughs> moving her and pulling her body and showing her dance moves and she danced she did ballet for years because of, of Mary I just wanted her to stay with Mary and I put her in a cute little program um, that was in our community that we lived in in the mountains where they taught the children through art yes miss nancy taught the children through art so it worked out i saw a miracle happen in this whole horrible event and i'm giving you the light version of this story because ladies it was rough but I knew God gave me this baby I'm I'm gonna do what I have to do and it worked this young lady now is in her last year of a four-year program um, at UNC and she is going to be a um, she's going to be a hospital administrator that's one of I don't know why she chose that profession but that's what she chose she already has her associate's degree so that's why when I say a proud single mother of three lovely young ladies two college graduates we used to say that she is the second college graduate the young lady who they said would end up in an institution a young lady who they said would never walk again she would never talk again she would never do all of these things look at her so I know from watching my daughter she taught me that well I have another story but I can't go into it right now but my daughter's taught me that no matter what no one determines what you do. No one determines where you end up. Take advice with a grain of salt. Such a tiny grain of salt. <laughs> but take it and only use what works for you. I know I have mommies in this audience that have children that have developmental um, 
<clears throat> things going on. Um, they may have children. You may have children with IEPs. Okay, we're going to listen to what they're saying. But I need you to be the person to write the program for your child. I need you to write the program for you too. Don't let people tell you. You tell you. Go by your instincts. Focus on however you pray, you worship. I don't know what you do. I will never tell you to do what I did. Just do what's best for you because everybody reaches that higher power in their own way. You know, but you write the story. You set the program. This is your world, right? It's your world. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for listening. Um, I honestly didn't think I would be able to get through that story without busting out in tears. But um, yeah, I made it. I made it. And I guess it's because I know somebody out there is hearing this story. They're going to hear it and they'll be inspired by it. But again, don't. People are always going to tell you. People are masters at telling you, but no one knows you write the program, right? So thank you for listening. You could be any place else in the world, but you're here with your OG. And if no one has told you that they love you, I want you to know that auntie loves you and I will talk to you soon. And y'all pray for me, y'all, because I'm going out here in these streets in about, I don't know, another hour. So <laughs> thank you for listening. I will talk to you soon. Peace.